welcome back to Kindness Matters. My name's Kylie, and as always, I'm keeping the conversation going. So, let's get started. As you all know, on the weekend, I celebrated my 50th birthday. I have posted some pictures on Instagram and have made a highlight, so you can have a look if you want to. These photos are in black and white because at the moment I'm infatuated with 1920s, but we'll talk about that later. It wasn't the way I'd planned to celebrate when it celebrate my birthday, but with this pandemic settles down, I am going to celebrate in style. Uh, my eldest daughter is calling this the new world. As like all of us, she is adapting and she thinks face masks will become the normal. She was saying she was saying she is happy to do things as long as we get to have Christmas. I don't know whether I want the face masks to become as normal because I, I don't know about you, but I am struggling to wear them. I am. I they they're suffocating me, and I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm going to have a panic attack. So I can't go out very long. Maybe 10, 15 minutes, then I'm back at home. I know we have to wear them for safety, and I'm happy to do so. But I don't want it to become the normal because they are beginning to make me feel very anxious, and I don't like that feeling at all. But getting back to my birthday celebrations. Um. It wasn't how I wanted to celebrate it, as we know, but it was an interesting weekend to say the least. Uh, my husband had organised over the last two weeks things to make my day special. He ventured off to a party shop to buy party supplies that entailed streamers, 50th helium, a 50th helium balloon, normal balloons, confetti, bunting, poppers and glitter candles. And on Saturday, I had organised to get cupcakes delivered for Sunday from the Cupcake Queen. There were six in the box and they were various flavours. They were pink vanilla, salted caramel, honeycomb, choc mint, my favourite, cookies and cream and red sprinkles. They were all very delicious. I didn't get to eat all of them though. I only got to eat a few. I had to share with my husband. Sunday I woke up to my house being decorated with streamers and balloons. It looked amazing. It looked like a five-year-old's birthday party to be honest, but it was amazing. He put so much effort into it. And he and my daughter had organised food to be delivered for lunch. Uh, so with a bottle of wine, we enjoyed ourselves. My daughter helped her dad out with what type of wine I liked. She also went to so much trouble for me. She bought me a gift for nearly, from nearly all my favourite stores, which was amazing. They were from Dusk, Frank and T2. So my daughter, eldest daughter, knows me very, very well. It was so lovely and my friends all wished me, me and all... My all, all my friends wished me a happy birthday, either on social media or text. I really did have a great day. I missed my mum especially, and especially that phone call in the morning that you get from your mum when you're, when you're older that says, happy birthday, do you feel any older? I didn't get to do that. I didn't get that phone call this year, and I was sad, and I did cry. But And I, I cried because my mum wasn't there, and I cried because I couldn't celebrate with my family and friends the way I wanted to. But in all, the birthday was amazing and my husband went above and beyond what he should have had to do for me. Uh, my mum and I, before she passed away, always put Tatsalotto on. So the, about a few weeks before she went, she passed away, we put numbers on. We just put a quick pick and we put them on. I don't think they won. I don't remember. Oh, yes, actually, I think they came. I think they did win and I kept the money and then from then on after she passed away, I put it on every special, every time there was a super draw. And I kept those numbers and every time there is a super draw, I put them on. So on Saturday night, there was a super draw and I put them on and I think we won fifth division. So 
I did get a little bit of a birthday present from my mum. I think she was looking down at me and that was her present to me. So I think we've got about $12. So I'm going to see if I can find something really, really nice to buy in. It's around $10 that I can keep sa- have a keepsake from my mum. So all in all, on the weekend, my birthday was celebrated really well and I did enjoy myself. Um, Saturday night, my husband and I actually ended up watching Back to the Future 1 and 2. And then on Sunday night, after we'd had lunch and we'd settled down, we ended up watching An Officer and Gentleman. So that was, that was a nice end to my weekend. How is everyone doing in week three of isolation? I'm struggling. This new world, as my daughter says, is hard. I feel isolation, I feel isolated from everybody. And I don't know if I'll be able to have those social skills back. I was always a shy person. And having, I've noticed in the last few, this time round, that I, my anxiety, I've, I've, got, I've got anxiety and I don't know why. I don't want anyone to come over. I don't want anyone, to, I don't want to see anybody. I, I'm even frightened when the postie drops things off. I, it's real. I'm really struggling, and I feel like I'm losing those social skills of talking to people face to face. I know we can SMS and I know we can message and text and I know we can FaceTime, but it's not the same as being in a room with somebody. And when you're out shopping, those face masks you don't can't see people's expressions and you don't know whether they're smiling at you or if they're angry at you. And it's you're losing that connection, that human connection, I think. I know, as again, we have to do it for safety and security for this pandemic, but I really, really hope these, these face masks aren't going to be the, the, new, the new norm, as my daughter keeps saying. Um, when I go out, I have to wear the face mask, and I understand that, but I also had to come to succumb to now wearing um, cotton gloves. I have extremely bad eczema, and I can control it, most of the time really really well but with the pandemic and going and and I when I go to shops I don't go often now but when I go into a shop I always use hand sanitizer and that's even though I haven't touched anything I feel it's respectful to the people that are working there to the real the real the people behind the scenes those retail shops that have those workers there they are risking their lives every day for us just so we can go shopping so it doesn't matter if I go into one shop and I don't touch anything and then I go into another shop I use the hand sanitizer, but that has now made my eczema horrendous on my hands. They're swollen, they're itchy, and they're red. So now I've had to succumb to wearing cotton, white cotton gloves, which is much better for me, and I will agree to that. And hopefully when they settle down, I can take them off and I can reuse hand sanitizer. I mean, I usually use hand sanitizer when I work, but it's the hand sanitizer I know that I'm not allergic to. And when you walk into a shop, you don't know what hand sanitizer they're using and if it's Hopefully it's 99% alcohol, but you just don't know and you don't know what else, what other ingredients in it to activate your eczema. So I have actually started wearing white cotton gloves, so I look quite funny. <laughs> and then, like everybody, you put them, when you take them off, you put them in a Ziploc bag and keep them safe and then until you get home and then you throw them in the wash and wash them. The numbers have hit a whole whole high I don't want to really really keep talking about coronavirus but they have hit a high and I'm sad at the loss of life we've got it makes me it makes me cry because those families that don't get to celebrate their parents lives with only with with everybody they only get to do it with a matter of 10 people I think for funerals I'm not sure I I am a celebrant so I should know that but I think it's 10 at a funeral or maybe 20 at a funeral and then they have to zoom it and that's not the same as 
everyone being there and you can't have that celebration after the funeral where you all get together and you talk about people's lives so I am um, it makes me it it's heartbreaking for me to see those people have to have to bury their loved ones the way they have to do it they shouldn't have to I'm also scared for the workers the people the the staff that work in the aged care industry they are amazing people my sister is in aged care she works and I worry about her every day and I spoke to her on the weekend and she was telling me that they have got a lot of um, precautions put in place and she's one of the lucky ones her aged care hasn't so far touch wood has it been affected by the coronavirus but she said that they really do put in a lot of time and effort and work to make sure that they're all protected I feel that God has deserted us he's packed up and gone on holiday and to be honest I can't blame him human nature is not always at its best and maybe God thinks we need to learn a lesson or two I don't really believe that he's deserted us though um, and maybe we need to take stock at how we treat our, our world and others around us and he will come back and I'm sure he's watching over us and going it will end just have faith and God doesn't lose battles he wins so I do have my faith but it's just sometimes I look and I think are you there are you listening are you seeing what's going on because if it is why aren't you helping but he probably is helping it just I just can't see it at the moment because as I said my anxiety has is, is at a whole whole new level right now so how is everybody spending their time in ISO I've been working on small projects one is a prayer board which I hope to fill with pictures of people that would like me to pray for them if you would like me to pray for you you're more than welcome to email me a picture on kindnessmatters1945 at gmail.com and I'll print it out and place it on my prayer board. I'll post a picture of my prayer board later this week on Instagram so you can all see. I'm also catching up with TV series. I have nearly finished Arrow. Let's talk about Arrow. And if you haven't watched it and are planning to, you might want to fast forward this bit so I don't give any spoilers away. So first few seasons were great. I loved Arrow with Diggle, Roy, Felicity, the Black Canary and Thea. But when they introduced the new team with Diana, Renee and Curtis, it took me a few episodes to warm up to them. Then I'm watching the season now and Oliver ends up in jail and they bring back Roy and William as flashbacks. William is Oliver's son um, and this is season seven. The flashbacks are confusing me and I watched an episode last night where the flashbacks was the whole flashback with Felicity William and then you find out that Felicity and Oliver have a baby have a daughter Mia and she's old and she's saving the world as well it's starting to get a bit confusing and I also found out that Netflix doesn't have all the seasons of Arrow they only got up to season seven and so they're going to leave me hanging at season seven as to what happens in season eight so I'm not happy and I get and another thing is I get confused with the episodes that are connected to Flash, DC Legends, Supergirls. They intertwine, and because I'm not watching them all together, I end up watching one episode and I don't know what it's about because it the first part of it was in Supergirl or it was the last part was in Arrow and the other three parts were in DC Legend and Supergirl and Flash. 
So I'm getting a little bit confused. And then the other episode in Arrow the other day, they introduced Batgirl, Batman's cousin. Um, so is that going to be a spin-off? Who knows? So this one, so this one will be continued with Arrow. I'm going to have to once I finished season seven on Netflix. I'm going to have to figure out where I go or how I can get season eight. I don't even know if it's playing on Foxtel because I don't have Foxtel, but we'll check it out and I'll let you know how I go. But by in saying that, I've got to tell you. Last week I said I was going to watch Carousel over the weekend. I haven't come, to, haven't done that yet. So hopefully in the next few weeks I'll get to do that because being in ISO, there's nothing else to do other than really watch Netflix and Stan and movies. And I'm also watching Mrs. Fisher's Murders and I'm obsessed with that show as it's shot in Melbourne. And I love seeing all the sites and trying to guess the historical sites as where it's being filmed. I've noticed the Hotel Windsor was in the first episode and Ripley House is a popular place that they like to film. And, of course, I've seen them film at All Saints Church, I think is in St Kilda, which is on the corner of, oh, is it Chapel Street, I think? I don't know. It's off Chapel Street. I do know that. I went there. That was my mum's church when she was growing up with her dad. So I was lucky enough this year, just after mum passed on the weekend, on the Sunday, I went up there to um, see the church for the very first time. Even though I lived in the city, I was never, ever taken to All Saints Church by my mum. And because I'm Catholic, <clears throat> pardon me, so I suppose that's why my mum was Church of England. But I went there uh, the Sunday after she passed away, just for just in her memory and to see where she had got been baptised. She got married there as well. Um, and they were a very welcoming church, a parish, and they they were lovely. And the church is amazing. So I did notice that, that. Werribee Mansion, I've also stayed. Mum and I had a girls' weekend one weekend to where we went to, to um, Werribee Mansion and we stayed and we looked around and we had high tea. That was a that was a fun girls' weekend, actually. And Old Melbourne Jail, of course, they've been filming at. And I think they may have filmed at Como House and at the Melbourne Cemetery. I'm not sure. I, I probably could Google it and find out, but that sort of spoils the whole watching of the of – the, um, of the series i love the costumes and the props and if you've ever had a chance to visit mrs fisher's exhibition at ripley house it's a must i did it with my mum and my husband a few years ago and my mum was sick and it was a struggle for her to go but she loved mrs fisher's murders as well and she she went and she loved it and we hadn't been to ripley house in a very very long time i mean i grew up in the city and ripley house and como house and all that they were all the houses that we visited on a weekend just for something to do but moving down to the peninsula, I've been down to the peninsula over 30 years. So it's been a long, it would have been, it had been a long time since I'd visited. And Ripley House is amazing. It, the, the pool, the gardens, the house itself. But the exhibition was, was great too. I loved looking at the costumes and seeing what her and Jack wore and, and that. And I know I have seen on um, the internet that, you know, it's not actually all the way the gun she uses isn't proper gun from for 1920s she that was not issued until 1930s i think they said but it's just interesting to see how they lived and it to me maybe because of the pandemic we're in it seems such like a nicer time and i think i would have liked it only if i was rich though i think i would have preferred it if i was miss fisher if i was miss fisher with her money and her charm i think that's what it's, it's the romanticism that I liked about it, I think. 
So if you ever get to go to see a Miss Fisher's exhibition at Ripon Lee, which they were going to have one this year for because of the movie came out, which I've seen twice, I love, um, you should go. But it's as I said, it's been it has been postponed. It's been postponed twice. I've tried to go and see it twice and they've postponed it. So hopefully once we've come out of lockdown, it'll be reopened and we can go and have and I'll definitely be going this year because I just loved it. Um, I've also I've also bought a Kindle this year when we're in ISO and I have been reading the books of Miss Fisher Murders. They're true to form actually at the moment. I've, to be honest, I've only read one and it's the very first episode of the series and the book. And it's pretty true to true to true to the series. It hasn't really gone differed much, I don't think, at the moment. It just goes into a lot more depth and explains probably the episode a little bit more. My girlfriend and I caught up with each other on FaceTime for a coffee date this week. It was the first time I've actually ever done it and it was actually really good. She lives two hours away and her area isn't actually in lockdown. So we originally planned that she was going to go and buy a takeaway hot chocolate and then go to the beach and I was going to make a cup of tea and sit by the lounge suite at home. But in the end, when I rang her yesterday, when we did it yesterday, yes, yesterday, um, she was she was at home, but apparently she wasn't feeling very well. So like everybody that doesn't feel well, that has symptoms, she had to have the coronavirus test on Monday, which she did. And um, she got the results back today and she was all clear, so which we're all very relieved about. But, you know, you can't be too sure. If you have those symptoms of a cold, you have to go get tested. That's what the, everyone's saying. So, yeah, so we had a catch-up. She was doing hot chocolate and I was having my cup of tea. And we had a chat and I got to see her house. The postie came a couple of times, so she went downstairs to get the postie and I got to see her dog. Her dog's six months old and he's a boxer, I think. He's gorgeous. So we had a quick catch-up and we think we might do that again in the next few weeks because we were supposed to go away on a girls' weekend in August. But, again, we didn't make definite plans because we were waiting for the 12th of July to see what was going on. And then, of course, before the 12th, we went to lockdown. So we will get there. Last year we were trying to get to a girls' weekend away and it got cancelled because I got sick. This year it's been cancelled because of the pandemic. So our track record to get together on a girls' weekend hasn't worked out very successfully, but we'll keep going. Then the 29th of July was National Lipstick Day. So, of course, me being a girly girly, put on her best lipstick any excuse to wear a lipstick and I posted a picture of myself I think maybe I didn't post a picture I think I just did a um a video of me wearing a bright fuchsia Chanel lipstick so that made my day as well before we wrap up this episode I just want to say thank you to the home care staff who put their lives at risk for elderly they're doing an amazing job in such difficult times. My sister works in aged care and it is very hard and a thankless job. And everyone who works in the industry is doing the best they can. So I just want to say thank you. If you would like to send me a message or just a line to say hi, you can email me at kindnessmatters1945 at gmail.com. Till we meet again, be safe, be kind, Wash those hands and remember your face masks.